Hello, FPL managers. Welcome to the FPL Optimized Podcast. Welcome to episode number 42. In this podcast, we combine analytics with the good old eye test. I am Bas, the casual manager, and my co-host is Sirtop, the data scientist. Data or grass or data and grass? That's the question. We hope you enjoyed last week's episode in which we welcomed Let's Talk FPL Andy as our guest. Today, we're back to the usual format with the two of us, though. But it's going to be exciting nonetheless, as we have plenty to discuss. Game week 32 is upon us, in which four teams will blank. And as a consequence, we can expect many managers to activate their free hit chip this week. Don't forget that the deadline this week is on Friday already. And after game week 32 is concluded during the weekend, game week 33 will be waiting for us already on Tuesday. So we'll have plenty to discuss. Let's first start with the previous game week though. Sirtop, you had a pretty good game week 31, I should say, didn't you? Tell us how it went. Yeah, it was amazing. I finished with 85 points minus four and 81 net points. I took a hit to bring Salah to my team and I I can't believe how how good it went actually. So I got 16 points from Watkins, 15 from Solanke, Uh, Holland was my captain. I mean, everyone's captain anyway, it didn't matter. And then I had Salah with the 14 points. I mean, rest of the team, rest of my team was like one points, two points, three yeah. points, all over except my goalkeeper, De Gea, get, got a clean sheet. So I got mm-hmm. a six points from that one too. Yeah. So at the end, I finished with 126k game week rank. So my oh. over, overall rank now is 98,000. So for the first time in this season, I am inside 100k. Oh. So yeah, Congrats. it was a really, really, really good game week. How was it for you? Yeah, yeah, not too bad either. But yeah, I was looking at your game week and I, you know, that was cool. <laughs> I saw all your three attackers having double digit returns. Yeah. And then yesterday Salah came on top. So yeah, that was, uh, you know, I couldn't beat that one. But I had uh, 69 points. Not too bad. Game week, game week rank of about 1.6 million. Uh, for me, the good stuff came from also Captain Haaland, of course, and Watkins. Really happy to have him in my team. Next to that, I had Martinelli and March, both contributing with five points each. And the newcomer in my team was Graylish. Uh, he had seven points, so also not too bad. Yeah. And then Kepa came off the bench with six points, which was actually quite amazing considering that Chelsea lost the game. So uh, not bad from Kepa. But I do need to monitor now the status on Steele as he was uh, supposed to be my uh, my goalkeeper for upcoming double game week 34. So, uh, yeah, I so need to monitor that one. As so he, you think Steele is gone for good? Like he won't play? As, as the uh, first I didn't follow it that much in detail, but he did miss the game. So uh, hmm. I think it sounded like a minor injury, but yeah, oh, you okay. never know. Don't know if uh, this means that Sanchez uh, gets got got the spot back. You know, I think it will uh, add a little bit of doubt now to the yeah. status of you. Uh, but let's see. We'll still have a few game weeks to go before we're in 34, so probably that will tell us more. Yeah. So yeah, overall not too bad, and I'm ready to attack the final game weeks. And can you believe that there are only seven game weeks left this season? 
Yeah, I can't really believe it. I mean, I, I was able to see that the, the end of the season was coming because of the proje- projection models. You are able to see all the way to mm. Game Week 38 now. So right. then I, I, I actually I was feeling great about it. But then now I realize that they are coming to the end. I wish the season was a little bit longer. I mean, I'm tired of the season already. Don't get me wrong. But like... Oh. Uh, I want to rise in ranks a little bit, so that oh, having yeah. more time would have been better. But I mean, se- seven game weeks is not too bad. No, no, no. Yeah, you keep rising. Yeah, we still have seven weeks left. I think we can still uh, uh, end in a nice spot if we keep going like this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's for today. Let's not make it too complicated, as I'm sure everybody mostly wants to know the optimal free hit thirty-two team. So, Sirtop, can you take us through it, the options? So, yeah, I will talk about the optimal free hit 32 team, of course, but I want to mention one thing. So, uh, yeah. whenever we use these kind of like solvers, there is this linearity and non-linearity aspect of it. So, I will just simplify what it means. So, there are always these players who are able to get multiple like uh, double-digit returns when they play. But there's a big question if they will play or not. So those kind of for those kind of players, it makes sense to have them in your lineup, right? Because if they mm-hmm. play, then you know that they will return you lots of points. But since we are using expected value, and if you are using a linear objective, their expected value, you know, gets halved if there there's a minute uncertainty about them. Um, So when I optimize, I'm optimizing for the average best case, meaning that if there's a risky player, solver will probably skip that player. So keep that in mind when I'm talking about these teams. So if you, if there's any player that you are surprised not to see in this teams, it might mean that they are, their expected minutes are currently low, maybe. So that if you play with them, I mean, FBI Reviews Planner, for example, allows this kind of changes, like you can edit the minutes and then okay. the expected value gets updated. That's the be- better way to do it. But again, I will talk about the average best case, average best team, yeah. uh, the optimal free hit 32 team. Okay, so okay. U- using FPL Reviews uh, massive data model, this morning I generated this optimal free hit 32 team. So in the goal, we have Johnstone, uh, the Crystal mm-hmm. Palace's goalkeeper. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in defense, we have Gabriel, Robertson, Alexander-Arnold. In okay. midfield, we have Odegaard, Saka, Madison, and Salah. And in mm. forward, we have Watkins, Solanke, and Kane. Okay. And in the bench, we have Iverson, Andreas, Trippia, and Patterson. So I generated okay. this team, but I generated this team with a higher budget than what I have. So... And then I also tried with my own team value to see what are the changes. So it drops Madison and Patterson, and then it brings Eze and Anderson. So ah, so the lineup expected points is only 0.1 less. But yeah, I mean, it is 2 million cheaper. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. And there are lots of alternatives. So I also yeah. checked other uh, data sources. For example, Mikhail right. Tokwam. I will just talk about the line. Optimal lineups here. Uh, Mikhail yeah. Tokwam's data gives Pop in the goal, TAA, Gabriel, Robertson, Trippia in defense, Salah, Odegaard, Martinelli, Bowen in yeah. midfield, and Tony and Kane in forward. Fantasy okay. football squad is Raya, 
T.A.A. Robertson, Trippier, Sala, Saka, Martinelli, Odegaard, Madison, Tony and Isaac. Right. Fantasy football fix is Leno, T.A.A. Robertson, Mitchell, Sala, right. Martinelli, Saka, Olis, Madison, Jesus, Tony. And finally, right. Fantasy Football Hub gives Johnstone in the goal, TAA, yeah. Van Dijk, Trippier, Salah, Saka, Odegaard, Madison, Jesus, Tony, Isaac. Right. So the common team is you need t- triple Liverpool and triple Arsenal. Um, yeah. Some models have a defender from Arsenal and most right. of them have at least, not at least, all of them have two, exactly two, Liverpool defender, yeah. but one thing to note here is that I ran these models before the Liverpool game yesterday. Oh, so okay. I I think uh, Gagpo's expected minutes are a little bit higher now. So some of yeah. these models will probably give another uh, Liverpool midfielder probably as the optimal yeah. dropping one of the defenders. It's possible. Uh, <laughs> but not all of them updates daily. For, exam- for example, Mikel Tokwam sends an update every now and then. So I wasn't able to run all of them from scratch, but these were the optimal teams using yesterday's data. Okay. Yeah, it's interesting that you mentioned that because the solver is then thinking like I'm thinking because I had my draft ready with Trent and Robertson. And then after yesterday's game, I was thinking, oh, maybe I need to bring Gakpo in, right? So probably more people have that in, uh, in their minds. But yeah, you also saw uh, all the players that came in yesterday. Um, so I, I'm not sure if we can count on Kakpo starting because they have so many options now with everybody being fit. But well, based on all the previous weeks, Gakpo does seem to be a regular starter. So we probably can count on that. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, it gave a lot of options. Uh, it's interesting. Uh, thanks, thanks for sharing it as usual. Sure. Um, I had my draft ready, so I was just thinking maybe oh, okay. to share that one and then we can compare how it looks like to some of the, the ones you shared. So I was indeed also looking at Johnston, mm-hmm. which was surprising to me a little bit. It was not the first one that came to mind, but when I was building my squad and I had already three Arsenal and three Liverpool in the team and I was looking at all the games, well, Crystal Palace are in really good form. They play at home against Everton, so I think Johnston in the goal is a is a decent shout uh in defense i have robertson trent and then anderson from palace mm-hmm. then in midfield martinelli saka as a sala and in front watkins solanke and jesus so okay that's what i currently have but yeah it's still a draft uh i've got the full voice yeah well Quite confident about it. I think yeah. uh, when I was listening to you, well, there are a few things, of course, we need to consider, like the Arsenal guys. Who do you want in your team? Of course, yeah. uh, Edegaard is an option too. He had a decent game week uh, last weekend. Uh, that's good. Yeah, and I think you know Madison looks good for me theoretically because you know last <laughs> against Wolves. Yeah, but I did have. I did have Madison in my team before, and I didn't. He didn't do anything, so I, I kind of lost my my trust. Yeah, and, and you know they do have a new manager, so maybe that makes a difference. They have a home game against Wolves, mm-hmm. but Wolves Wolves are actually quite decent uh, recent weeks. So I, you know this will not be an easy game, and 
I haven't seen any evidence that Leicester will turn things around. So yeah, yeah I, I, I will not go for Madison. The other thing that's still a little bit on my mind is indeed Tri- Trippier and Kane. Uh, Newcastle playing at home against Tottenham. Not an easy game, but I heard you know some other people saying also in other podcasts that maybe it's good to keep Trippier and also Kane as it kind of protects your rank as their ownership is high. So yeah, I wanted to ask you how you think about it because for me, I think I treat or I look at the free hits more, you know, to to look to look at exciting options. I don't really have protecting my rank as my first uh, objective in mind. I I, look, I more look at the differentials who can who can you know give me a difference this week. Yeah, I think it depends where you are in terms of overall rank and also in your mini yeah. league. If you're yeah. chasing, you don't want to play safe. I mean, if if the leader right. in your mini league doesn't have their free hit and you know that they will have yeah. Kane anyway, so I would yeah. probably bet on Kane actually blanking, maybe. So yeah. you can go for a more exciting option like Jesus. Yeah. But yeah, I, I agree. I mean, when it is free hit, it's only one game week anyway. So yes. it, it is normal for people to go for a uh, little bit more exciting options. Yeah. Yeah, I oh, try I so not too. to get influenced by the expect like effective ownership at all. Like whether the player right. is heavily owned or not owned at all, it doesn't matter too much because if you want to play safe or if you want to play risky, either way, you need to sacrifice some expected value. So if you are mm. optimizing for expected value, I mean it won't matter, you know, how heavily they are owned anyway. So yeah. I don't know, like I I mean, if you are chasing, yes, you can go for risk options. But if you are leading your yeah. league and then if you don't want to risk it, or maybe like you are already inside, I don't know, like 10K anyway. Right. I mean, maybe, yes. No, uh, that's true. I mean, my OR is now just below 200K, so I still want to improve there. So I should go mm-hmm. for some differentials. I'm doing quite well in my mini leagues, but I'm not leading. I'm more more like in the top three, top five. So also there, I need to still gain some rank. So yeah, I think I will go without the Tottenham players, actually. Also, the last game, again, they didn't look really convincing. Not at all, even. I think with, uh, with, with, with their, let's say, caretaking manager, you know, he's not really bringing anything new to, to their game. Um, so yeah, also that doesn't give me too much confidence. Even though, yeah, we know uh, with with Kane, you know, he can always score a goal or two, so so that's the risk I'll I'll take. Yeah. All right. Yeah, and the other attacking options to consider uh, definitely Tony uh, Brentford playing at home against Aston Villa, but Aston Villa have been quite strong also in defense, so I'm I'm betting on Watkins instead of Tony. Yeah, and I'm also sense. batting on Solanke at home against West Ham because uh, Bournemouth looked pretty good in recent weeks. Mm-hmm. So yeah, talking through it, I don't think I'll change much. I mean, the main one who's still on my mind is maybe Gakpo in the midfield. Um, but yeah, I'll have to give up on either Robertson or Trent, so that would be Robertson. Yeah, uh, that's another option because yeah, yeah, Liverpool, you never know. Right? They also conceded a. Kind of a stupid goal yesterday. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all the all the premium goalkeepers again. I mean, Manchester City yeah. also considered a goal from Leicester. I mean, that's that's funny. Yeah, true. Okay, all right, good. Well, that helped me. So, so probably mm-hmm. I won't change much. Um, yeah, and related to the free hit options, FPL Ghetto was asking how we can access the high ceiling players when looking at the expected value. 
And for example, he was saying defenders can have higher ceilings because, yeah, if they keep a clean sheet and they also get an assist or two, uh, you know, their ceiling is quite high. But something like that to happen, it's maybe less likely than an attacker scoring a goal. So how are you looking at something like this, uh, Sertal? So I believe the best way to evaluate these kind of stuff is using simulations. And uh, there are simulations available in FPL Optimized. Uh, it is under Simulated Scenarios page. Uh, mm -hmm. I use FPL Review's free model to generate these scenarios. Uh, and then the way I simulate them, I simulate matches so that if you get a clean sheet from one team, it is more likely that the other defender, I mean, they, they also get the clean sheet so that you can also see the correlation between those. And if you have players who are playing against each other, like, for example, right. a defender from one team and an attacker from the opposite team, you can also yeah. see how it affects. So, as I mentioned, we are always trying to maximize the average case because that's probably the easiest thing you can do when you have this kind of data. But if you are yeah. trying to get really lucky and then go for that, you know, big jump, yes, then you might want to go for players who have like higher ceiling or in other words, have more probability of having it, let's say, a double digit return. So, Player returns are actually distributed quite funny. I mean, for defenders, for example, you know that there's a big uh, chunk when they when they get two points only because I mean right. it's re really easy to get you know concede a goal, or they can right. get six points when they ha keep a clean sheet, and right. if it's a player with uh, some goal probability, then yes, you can also get you know even higher points. So yeah. simulating these are much easier. For example, FBR review and also websites like DraftHound, they give you probability of scoring a goal even for defenders. And also they okay. give you clean sheet probability. So you can yeah. actually use those to simulate, you know, what could happen. So right. there's not much point of bringing a defender who's, you know, clean sheet is almost guaranteed, but there's a very low chance of getting an attacking return, you know that that ceiling is really low. Right. But even if the clean sheet probability is lower, if the goal probability or assist probability is higher, then you know that that player might bring you lots of points. So again, the, the, the short answer is you need to simulate it. There is no easy way of telling this. So if you are looking for a quick answer though, I mean, optimize it. And then if you notice that there are players with close expected value, just check their, you know, goal scoring probability from FPL right. review or any other sources that you use. So yeah. go for the higher goal assess probability rather than clean sheet, because I mean, you can't get, you know, two clean sheets anyway. So, right. I mean, that's my mm -hmm. advice. But yeah, again, I mean, simulated scenarios might help with some of those decisions, I believe. Okay. All right. Well, yeah, we we're talking about free hitting a lot. And uh, Greg Andrews Burner was asking if we know how many people are expecting are expected to free hit in game week 32. Do we know that? I'm not sure if there's a reliable way to estimate it. I mean, I know that there are lots of people in the top 100K who haven't used their free hit. I think 65% yeah. of the people in top 100K, they haven't used it. And okay. Yeah. Assuming almost half of it, or maybe slightly more than half of it, will use in uh, yeah. this game week, I because more. I mean, some of the players we have in our team, 
are heavily owned. I mean, it's a rounded answer, but I mean, this will the this will be the game week where most people use their free hits. Yeah, I think. Definitely. Yeah. All right, so that will be exciting. And then, um, yeah, the last question about game week thirty-two: um, Who are the best captain options? So, <laughs> so yeah, I checked FBI reviews uh, model again, and Salah is comfortably leading the captaincy. Okay. I mean, his okay. projected points is eight point eighteen because they are playing against Nottingham Forest, and yeah. I mean, he's he's the optimal captain if you are playing analytically. And then, right. just to you know, just to tell the all the options we have yeah. uh, the second yeah. best ev uh, is second best ev player is saka okay. uh, 6.79 against southampton and then yeah. we have alexander arnold with 6.42 then right. gabriel 5.5 odegaard 5.5 gakpo 5.3 martinelli 5.3 robertson 5.3 and jesus 5.1 but okay. one thing to note here is that, um, I mean, expected minutes for all of these players are different. I mean, uh, mm-hmm. for example, Jesus' expected minutes are lower than like most of these o- other players that I have mentioned. Right. So, yeah. I mean, if you adjust to like 90 minutes, Jesus is ahead of most of these options, yeah. but not all of them. And Salah is still the leader. So, I mean, I yeah. think I will captain Salah, but yeah, these are the other options. Okay. Cool. So yeah, we covered a lot already, giving us a lot of food uh, for thought for all the free hitters. Uh, and for anyone not on a free hit, it will be best to also consider the upcoming game weeks, of course, as we're aiming to build a strong squad to benefit from the double game week 34. This will be in general the plan, I think even for the free hitters when approaching the next game week, which will be then game week 33 after the weekend. Uh, as mentioned, that one will start already on Tuesday. And I think by then, uh, and especially after yesterday's game, I think Liverpool will be on a lot of people's radars now. Mike Mahoney had a question about this. Um, So yeah, this one is for everyone who will not use the free hit, but also for the free hitters to consider this after the current game week. Um, Mike was asking, if you're not on the free hit and you're planning for game week 34, who are the must-have players for that double game week 34? So I tried two things to answer this question. The first one is just seeing what's the optimal free hit team in game week 34, even if you're not oh. using free hit, so that this is kind of like the ideal squad. So we yeah. have Ederson in goal, Dunk, Robertson, uh, Alexander-Arnold, Estupinan in defense, McAllister, okay. Salah, Grealish, Fernandez, Rashford in midfield, and Holland right. in forward. And in bench, we have Fabianski, Marsh, Martial, Zuma, and Greenwood. So this okay. team gives 111 expect, 114 expected value in yeah. just lineup. Okay. And then the second thing I have tried was, like, if I was using my wildcard right now, like wildcard right. 32, yeah. uh, and and I'm optimizing for the rest of the season, what will be the players that I bring this game week so that which players I end up in game week 34. So I will un- only talk okay. about game week 34 again. So this team ends up with Ederson in goal, Dan yeah. Robertson, Alexander Arnold, Trippia in defense, McAllister, okay. Mitoma, Salah, Fernandez, Andreas 
in midfield and Holland in the forward. And yeah. in bench we have Pop, Solanke, Isaac, and Gabriel. And okay. this team is giving 109 lineup expected value. So as you see, I mean, if you even if you optimize for the entire horizon, you can end mm. up with a really good team in game week 34. And most of these, mm. you you know, players are heavily owned anyway, so it's not probably mm. difficult to reach to a good team. No, no, indeed, yeah. Yeah, and I don't see Rashford, so I guess the model is assuming that he will still be injured. Or is it, you think the model is anyway uh, preferring uh, Bruno? Yeah, Rashford's expected minutes are a little bit low for the you know right. first fifth game week, so that the, this yeah. model brings Rashford back in game week thirty six for the last three oh, okay. game weeks, right. and okay. he is the optimal captain in thirty seven in this model. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, it just skips Rashford for now. Yeah. Yeah, that will be a big one for me, and I guess for many managers. I still have Shaw and Rashford on my bench, and of course, I'm hoping they will be fit for uh, game week 34. Uh, fingers crossed. <laughs> but yeah, in general, it's obvious, I think, that towards game week 34, uh, we'll need to target three times City, three times Liverpool, and also three times Brighton, as they will all double in uh, 34. And then, yeah, you can complement it with a couple of United players. And then, like that, you'll have double 11 double game weekers. But on the other hand, as always, don't forget about the single game weeks. There are a few good options there as well in 34. Uh, Newcastle playing at home against Southampton. And maybe you could also consider uh, Brentford as they will play at home against Nottingham. So those are a few things to keep in mind when you make your transfers. First things first, let's get through game week 32. And then again, as mentioned, we can use Monday and Tuesday to prepare for game week 33. I think we covered all the player-related questions. Uh, let's still take two general analytics-related questions. Uh, one was from Stevie Ryan, and he says that given the high variance last week, how do we manage that when we look at projections? And he says, I've heard a lot of people adding noise to projections. Uh, what does that mean, actually? How He says, I'm unsure how to practically do that, adding noise. What would you recommend, Serdab? So I am not exactly sure what Stevie was asking in this question because, I mean, noise, we add noise to have a robust solution because the way these solvers work, I mean, we always assume that the projected points are deterministic so that they won't change for the remaining horizon. But that's not mm -hmm. the case. I mean, they change. Sometimes they go up, sometimes they go down, and you don't really know until the games are yeah. played. Because every game is a data point. So if, for example, Liverpool won uh, with a huge margin yesterday, so their projections will probably go higher. But yeah. since you don't know that, and if you're optimizing right now, uh, like let's say for a wildcard team, it yeah. might get obsessed. The solver might get obsessed about you know, that 0.01 higher expected value to just bring a certain player, for example. But you probably yeah. don't want that because, I mean, maybe next game week it will go down and then you will end up with that player and you maybe you will be looking to sell, sell that play, player. Hmm. So we add noise uh, in the sense that based on how expect, like projected points changed in the past, uh, right. respective to expected minutes, 
we came up yeah. came up with this normally distributed noise that we add to the player projections and you solve it repeatedly so that the you can see how many you know what's the percentage of time you have a certain player in your team so for example for a player like Salah even if his projections mm-hmm. are almost like 1 EV less you will always have him in the optimal team but there are yeah. certain players that whose expected value even if it is like 0.01 less then optimization will tell you to bring another player and yeah i mean the way we are right now optimizing for fpl is use like using like linear linearized uh projections and then we are optimizing for the average best case but if you are looking for the extreme cases where you know you get benefit from a high variance situation you yeah. need to use a stochastic solver but it is so most people or most web tools right now we have right now they don't support yeah. these kind of technologies but yeah we are working on it so hopefully more on this later okay well uh stevie ryan i hope uh, that was useful i hope you could follow it <laughs> I, I was lost there for a second i, I must this <laughs> is okay you know i'm a casual manager <laughs> <laughs> All right, one other question from uh, Pete Snee, or also its nickname is FPL is fun with a question mark. Interesting. Um, he says, I would love a refresher on the best practice steps for using a solver. For example, if I make a plan for the next seven game weeks, do I stick by the transfers laid out or should I refresh the solver each week until season end? So, the the second part is correct so you refresh solver yeah. each week until season end uh, right. the reason is you are always optimizing for the average case right so you yeah. bring the best player you think will help you in the long term and then you also roughly plan your transfers and those transfers i mean you don't need to stick with that like it's not like you solve for a seven game week and then you do everything you know regardless what happens i mean sometimes yeah. we make plans but then the player you are planning to buy next game week, maybe he gets injured. I mean, there's no point of sticking to the pl- transfer plans. I mean, they're only there to give you some guidance in terms of like which players will probably leave your team. But I mean, it's never the case. I mean, always you do something different because you also see one extra game week it's at the end of the season now so we don't get any extra information but the projections change first of all and then some people get rotated some players get injured so yes you solve it every time from start and hopefully i mean you follow the earlier transfer plans i mean they stay optimal but if they are no longer optimal there's no point of following them yeah, indeed. I mean, you mentioned the projection change, right? I think mm-hmm. the, the data gets updated every week. So I think that would be another reason or a key reason to basically refresh it every week. Yeah. All right. I got that one right, even as a casual manager. <laughs> you did. I'm proud of you. <laughs> All right. Great. I think that's it for today then, Sir Top. Do you agree? Yes. Thank you very much for preparing the content. No worries, but thank you too. Um, so this was the FPL Optimized Podcast, episode number 42. Thanks everyone for listening. Next week, we'll probably try to record another episode either on Wednesday or Thursday. Um, so it will be with you in time for game week 34. Until then, there is game week 33 
and before that game week 32 as well so you know two game weeks coming up before we'll be back so you can subscribe to our podcast so you will know when the next episode is out and you can also follow us on twitter for surtop it's at surtop bilal and for me it's at belfi bb thank you and talk to you next time bye bye